Yo, what is good, everyone? It's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson, and I'm here to break down the Saturday, May 22nd, NHL DFS slate with you. Now, we got three games on the main slate. There is a fourth game, however, being played at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time between the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning. You can play that as a showdown, and then DraftKings did put all four games together, but the only contest they made available for that our tier contest. And obviously, we don't focus in on that for this video, but you can certainly play that if you want to. But again, three games on the main slate. Take a look here in the top left-hand corner. All three games coming in with an implied total of five and a half goals. Take a look down here at the Vegas odds. Maple Leafs sitting nice at minus 175, uh, but looking like the other two games there should be pretty close. Now, before we dive into my favorite line stacks and individual plays, if you could hit that like and subscribe button, I would greatly appreciate that. Pat and his team at the Mayo Media Network are posting content all week long, multiple different sports. You don't want to miss out on any of that. And of course, for you podcast people, you can head on over to the Apple Pods as well and find all of the content there. Leave a five-star review while you're at it. And of course, want to talk a little prize picks here with you. For those of you who aren't familiar with prize picks, head on over to prizepicks.com and check it out. And for those of you who want to sign up, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. It's completely free money. As soon as you put your deposit in, they will match that. You don't have to compete in anything. It's literally free money. Again, just use code MMN. Now, I do have my eye on a couple of picks here for this Saturday slate. If you want to see who I got my money on, head on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter account. We're going to post those there. But look, if you want to just head over to prizepicks.com right now, check out the number of different sports that they offer. Maybe you don't want to play NHL. They got NBA, MLB. They even have some early NFL props out already. Hell, if you're into disc golf, they offer some props for that as well. So check it out, prizepicks.com. Again, if you're going to be signing up, use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. And I do have two picks for this Saturday slate. So head on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter account. I'm going to post those there. But all right, folks, let's dive into this spreadsheet here for the Saturday slate. So kicking it off with my favorite line stacks here. The first line that I like is that first line out of Toronto. We got Matthew centering Hyman and Marner here. Now, obviously, we all know what happened in game one with John Tavares there. A very scary situation. Glad to see he's doing well and in good spirits. Hopefully he can recover soon. Uh, but that's just a bad play. You know, Toronto, the emotions are running very high. You don't want to see anybody get hurt in the game of hockey, let alone your captain, someone that's really good to the game. So there are a lot of emotions running in last game. It probably did end up benefiting Montreal. Uh, but I expect Toronto to bounce back in this game. Look, it's a huge game. If they go down 0-2 at home, it's really hard to bounce back from that. So I'm expecting the best out of Toronto. I'm expecting the best out of this first line here. And look, all three of these guys played great against Montreal all season. They all average over a point per game and double-digit DraftKings points per game as well. So the upside is definitely there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see all three of these guys play 20-plus minutes. All three will play on the number one power play. And again, I think they bounce back in this spot at home. And then the next line stack that I like here is going to be that third line out of Pittsburgh. We got Jeff Carter centering Jared McCann and Freddie Goudreau. Now, the reason I went with a third line here, and it's not typically something I do, but look, it's a three-game slate, and we need to find ways to get contrarian. So I'm just going to go over this very quickly. What I typically do is I break down each individual game. You know, I try to do that even on a 12-game slate. It's a lot harder to do and a lot more time-consuming, but a three-game slate like this, it's relatively easy to do. Basically, just go 
through each game, each team saying, okay, how do I see this game panning out here? High scoring, low scoring. What team do I think wins? Who's going to have a lot of shots? Who's not going to have that many shots? And then kind of make your plays from there. I think a lot of the popular plays are going to be obvious on this slate. Matthews and Marner are probably going to be the highest two owned players on here. Sidney Crosby, a big name, obviously, going to carry some ownership. So we need to find ways to get contrarian with our lineups, especially on the GPP side of things. I think we can do that with this third line here out of Pittsburgh. Again, Carter, McCann, Goudreau, all three of these guys here have played relatively well in the series so far, and all three offer double-digit draft king point upside. Uh, Jeff Carter's really leading this line here, and he's played phenomenal with Pittsburgh really ever since being traded over there. I think he has 12 goals in 17 games, just absolutely absolutely great numbers. He's played well in this series too. You can see he scored three goals and has one assist through three games so far. Uh, McCann has kind of been the one that hasn't played all that well in terms of getting on the score sheet, but the chemistry between him and Carter has been very real, again, since Carter joined the team. And then Freddie Goudreau there at $2,900, very easy to justify him at that price. And he's got one goal and one assist in this series so far. So again, double digit draft came point upside. Freddie does not play on the power play, but you'll see Carter and McCann play on that second power play and again we can get him at a very cheap price tag here and likely low ownership all right now hopping on down here to my favorite individual plays we're going to kick it off with the forwards and I honestly wanted to make a change here before I started recording I wanted to put in Jonathan Marcheseau of the Vegas Gold Knights at $6,300 here but unfortunately before I start recording I send this spreadsheet over to the Mayo Media Network team they start building the graphics while I record so I can't make that change on the fly because because it messes up the graphics, but just know I really like Jonathan Marcheseau at $6,300 here too, but I do like Barzell, but the reason I was going to change is because Barzell is probably more of a GPP play, not much of a cash play in my opinion. Sure, he's got tremendous upside, but it's not going to happen every single night. Uh, there's just a bit of inconsistency there with him. However, he did have 29 points in 29 games at home this year, played much better at home compared to on the road, average about 12 DraftKings points per game while playing at home, so two times the value here at his price tag of $6,000. Again, he's got that 2025, 20, even 30 plus point upside, but just more of a GPP play for me here. He didn't play great in games one and two, but played noticeably well in game three. So hopefully he can kind of build on that, you know, continue that here in game four. Uh, he had two assists in that game, five shots on net, 20 and a half DraftKings points. So again, you can see the upside that he definitely has. Plays on that first line, plays on that first power play, plays big minutes. And I don't want to call this a must win game for the Islanders, but if they go down 3-1 to Pittsburgh and then have to go back to Pittsburgh for Game 5, it's going to be really tough to come back in this series. So I expect the best out of the Isles. I expect the best out of Barzell. And I do like him at this price tag here, $6,000. But again, probably more of a GPP play for me. I'm going to roll with Jonathan Marcheseau on the cash side at $6,300. The next guy I got here then is William Nylander of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Going to play on that second line and first power play them. Keep an eye on what they do with that second line. I can imagine you'll see Kerfoot slide into the second line center position. I'm not 100% sure quite yet. Uh, we didn't see any practice lines here from today, but William Nylander will for sure play on that second line and first power play. He played well against Montreal this year, had five goals, three assists, eight points in nine games, average about 11 DraftKings points per game. So again, two times the value there. And he was the only Toronto Maple Leaf to score a goal in game one, had four shots on net and 14 and a half DraftKings points. So love that he scored in game one. Again, I expect the best out of Toronto in this game here. Um, I don't, again, I don't 
don't want to call it a must-win game, but if they go down 0-2 at home, it's going to be really tough to come back from that. So I expect the best out of that first line. I expect the best out of Nealer. I, I just expect the best out of Toronto in this game, uh, but I do like Nylander at this price tag here. The guy has double-digit draft, king point upside, 20-plus upside as well, playing on that number one power play. The next guy I got here then is Anthony Beauvillier, the New York Islanders. He plays on that second line and first power play, plays solid minutes, and I like the way that he's played in this series so far, and I actually like the way that he was playing heading into this series. He's got six goals, four assists, 10 points in his past 10 games, averaging about three and a half shots per game. I love that. And averaging about 13 and a half DraftKings points per game as well. And this is, again, a guy that has 20 plus point DraftKings upside playing on that number one power play. And again, he's played well in this series too. He's top 12 plus DraftKings points in two of the three games. Now, again, I kind of wish I would have highlighted Marcia so in that number one spot, because honestly, if I had to pick between Barzell and Beauvillier, I'd probably take the savings here with Beauvillier. He's been a lot more consistent lately. Barzell is going to play bigger minutes, but again, Beauvillier still plays on that number one power play, second line, uh, so there's not a huge difference there. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have highlighted Marcia so, but I really do like Beauvillier at this price tag here. He's just been very consistent here heading into this series and in this series so far. Now, I know I don't get to highlight Jonathan Marcia so here, but I am going to highlight one of his line mates there and Riley Smith. Love this price tag here, $4,400. If you've watched any of my videos this season, I've talked about how inconsistent Riley Smith has been. However, over the past two, three weeks here, he's really started to find his game. He's got six goals, six assists, 12 points in his past 10. Again, averaging about three and a half shots per game. I love that. And close to 15 DraftKings points per game over his past 10 as well. He's got three points in three games so far in this series, playing solid minutes on that second line and playing on that first power play as well. So again, I don't get to highlight Marcia so, but Riley Smith and that entire second line has played pretty well in this series, heading into this series. So if you want to stack them up, it's going to be Riley Smith, William Carlson, and Jonathan Marcia so. I think there are very few line stacks that make sense on this three-game slate, but that second line out of Vegas is definitely one of them. Moving over to the defenseman here, I certainly don't mind paying up for defensemen on this slate here. Guys like Alex Petrangelo, Chris Letang, I think there's enough value at the four position in the four to five. 5k range, which will allow us to pay up for guys like this. Petrangelo is the guy that stuck out to me. He just plays such consistent hockey, can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways, has three goals, four assists, seven points in his past 10 games, averaging about four and a half shots per game. Again, absolutely love that. And averages about one and a half block shots per game as well. So he can get you five shots on net, that three point DraftKings bonus, or he can block three shots in a game as well and get you that three point bonus there. Again, Again, a well-rounded defenseman that can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways. He's going to play 24, 25 plus minutes, plays on the penalty kill. On paper, he technically plays on the number two power play, but needless to say, he's going to get plenty of time on the special teams. Next guy here is Matt Dumba. Honestly, I'm not in love with a lot of these low-priced defenseman options. I probably prefer Justin Hole there at $3,600 over Matt Dumba. If not, I'll probably just pay up for defensemen, but... If we can get Dumba to play in game four like he did in game two, there's definitely some upside there. He had a goal in that game, four shots on net, and eight block shots, top 27 DraftKings points. So the upside is there with this guy. Again, it's just the consistency. It's not there. He's going to play decent minutes, should play about 20 plus minutes, plays on the penalty kill, plays on the second power play. So the opportunity is there as well. Again, we need him to play like he did in game two to likely meet value. Again, I probably just prefer Justin Hall here at $3,600, but Dumba, if you can get back to 
to that game again, the upside is definitely there with them, and I don't mind them at this price tag here of $4,400. And then wrapping up the defenseman here with Justin Hall at $3,600 for the Toronto Maple Leafs. The value play that stuck out to me, again, when it's below 4K, I'm really targeting guys that can get you double-digit DraftKings points, and Hall's a guy that can do that. He's been able to do that in four of his past 10 games. He doesn't play on the power play. I don't love that, but he's still going to play solid minutes, anywhere from 18 to 22 minutes in regulation, and there's always overtime potential here in the playoffs, too. Uh, I've been hitting the shot props. I don't want to get off topic here, but shot props have just been money in playoffs because of that overtime, but back to Justin Hall here at $3,600. Again, a guy who can get you double-digit DraftKings points, does play on the penalty kill, and that ice time, like I said, is there, and I'm not banking on him to get on the score sheet. He does have five assists in his past 10 games, but really kind of banking on him laying out the body and blocking shots. Averages about 2.2 block shots per game or has in his past 10. It's playoff time, baby. Guys are a lot more willing to put their body on the line here too. I'm expecting that out of Justin Hall. And again, just a guy below 4K that can get you double-digit DraftKings points, and that's really what I'm targeting. Now, for any of you who have watched my videos over on my channel, you probably know what I'm going to say here. All of the goalies on this slate are really in play here, and, and I do believe in that, right? It's a three-game slate, so we only have six goalies to choose from. From a GPP perspective, I truly believe all six of those goalies come into play. However, from a cash game perspective, I'd probably just lock in Flurry here. I suspect that of the three games, this will be the lowest scoring game. Now, I said that last time as well, and then they scored seven goals, so maybe take that with a grain of salt, but in the first two games, obviously, it was very low scoring. I'm kind of expecting the same here. You could roll with Cam Talbot if you think the Wild bounce back here, but Flurry has just been phenomenal as of late. Look at his numbers there. He's 9-0-1 in his past 10 starts, averaging 20.3 DraftKings points per game, and if you've watched him in this series, he's been phenomenal. Really fun to watch. Looks like the old flower that I used to watch in Pittsburgh and win a Stanley Cup, or three there. So, like Flurry, like this price tag here, he's not the most expensive goaltender, and he probably should be, and his numbers have just been phenomenal as of late. So again, I think all these goalies really do come into play on a three-game slate like this, especially from a GPP side of things, but from a cash game perspective, I'll probably just roll with Flower here. And as always, wrapping up the video here with my low-priced option or sub-4K forward play, we got Ryan Hartman of the Minnesota Wild that I'm going to highlight here on that second line and second power play for the Wild. Now look, if you go look at his numbers here over the past 10 games, and even in this series, you're going to go, really? Ryan Hartman. They haven't been that great. However, he has looked very good in these first three games between them and the Vegas Golden Knights. In game one, he ranked first. In game two, he ranked third. And in game three, just last game, he ranked fifth in expected goal percentage. Finally, he broke through last game and scored a goal. I'm shocked he didn't score in games one in game two, too. I mean, he was that good in those games. Playing on that second line with Kaprizov helps. Kaprizov's such a stud. He's a little too expensive for my liking and considering how I expect this game to be low scoring. I don't really love him. Maybe a GPP play, but Ryan Hartman, I'm comfortable in cash or GPPs. Uh, like I said, played noticeably well here in the first three games getting scoring chances, get some power play time as well, and obviously very affordable. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video here for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Pat and his team posting content all week long, multiple different sports. And I promise you don't want to miss out on any of that. And again, for those of you who do want to sign up for prize picks, make sure you use code MMN 
for up to a $100 match deposit. But all right, folks, let's have a great weekend here. Let's win some money on this slate. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm.